I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to to our conversation. Yes, another episode of That Life Podcast. Yes, so... We were watching something, and I was thinking about food. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm always thinking about food. But this time, I was thinking about food in its ripe season, like in its best season. Mm -hmm. So like if you've had like a peach or a plum that's in its ripe season, when it's perfectly ripe, like it's really good. It's really sweet. The texture is just right. It's amazing, right? Correct. And so trying to, like when you're in the grocery store and you're looking for fruit, especially vegetables too, but especially fruit, like I know like for me, avocados, I'm always trying to get the best avocado, get it at the right time. Same thing with pineapples. I feel like I'm always trying to figure out, you know, if this is like the perfect um, time for it, if it's in its ripe season. Mm -hmm. And so I've noticed like the same things with meat, Um, like when you are at a restaurant like with steaks, they'll say, well, this um, steak is has been aged to perfection, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that it has aged, but it's still good. Like it's, it's perfect. It's in its perfect season, right? And so I was thinking about that and I thought about, you know, we that's the ideal time. Like that's when it's at its best for some vegetables. That's when they're their most nutritious. So that's when they're, you know, good for you. And I thought about the flip side of it, you know, What happens when you eat food that's expired, Mm -hmm. right? If you get something like I opened a bag of uh, microwave popcorn the other day and it was a brand new box. I put a thing of popcorn in the microwave and as soon as I tasted the popcorn, I was like, this is stale. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not right. So then I went back to the box and I'm like, they sold me an old box. Like this said that this date. expired yes. last week. Yes. You know, and I'm like, ugh. So I then I had to throw that away because it left a bad taste in my mouth. And so a lot of times it's more than a bad taste though. If you eat food that's expired, you know, you can get sick. It gives you an upset stomach. It makes you uncomfortable. All those things. And so, you know, if you, like I had the popcorn, it was a week past its season date. It was just, the taste was just unpleasant to me. But the more time you wait to get rid of food and the older, you know, the food gets and beyond its season, Mm -hmm. the risk of it making you sicker, it gets nastier, it starts to smell, you know, you just can't even hide it. Like there's times you can have something in the back of your refrigerator, like some fruit, some vegetables that you don't even realize is there. 
and all of a sudden you start to smell something. Yes. It stinks, right? And so then you, if you consume that or even smell those smells, it makes you sick. You know, you keep consuming it. You keep going back to eating that food that's out of season. You're going to get food poisoning at some point, right? Right. So it's the same thing with relationships. And I thought about that. You know, relationships that go beyond their season can cause you to get sick as well. Yes, and that's what we want to talk about today is expired seasons and understanding uh, when you are living, doing, acting, eating, as we talked about, smelling, you know, the Bible even said begin to stink to your nostril. Mm -hmm. You know, things expire and we're not used to relationships expiring. And, you know, people, you know, people live and are around for their season. There are people in business. Yes. You know, that are seasonal. Uh, you only stay at a job so long when it starts to stink, it becomes unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Business partnerships yes. becomes unpleasant. You can't work with that person no more. The, the feeling is gone. You need to move on. Have you ever been like, <laughs> I have in the past, where you're at a job and you have to like, Give yourself a motivational speech or pray just every before morning. You, every morning before you go in. <laughs> like I have been in jobs where every morning in the car, I'm like in the parking lot and I have to pray. I have to give myself a pep talk yep. just to go in yes. and deal with that. And so yeah, that's that's yeah. rough. And and people think, you know, people feel like, well, have God give it. Because remember, you were praying for that job mm-hmm. or God bless you with that job. But what we want people to understand in this episode that there are seasons, there are relationship mm-hmm. seasons, uh, even romantic relationships. There's a there's a season, there are friendship yes. seasons, there's seasons in a ministry, Ooh, in a church. That's, that's a big you one know, that people don't like to, to talk about, but it's so true. Just because you put your name on the roll, that does not mean that you are supposed, supposed to live to and die at church. this church. Yes. Know that the season is ended a long time ago, but that's what we want to help you all today with is knowing your season. Yes. And so, you know, it's just a reality that some people just, they don't want to face the fact that some people in your life, some connections, some relationships, some jobs, you know, they come with an expiration date. Yes. And that just means that their role in your life and yours and theirs is over, you know, and we just don't always want to accept that. We don't want to admit it. But when you continue to stay in an expired relationship, It'll continue to make you sick, just like that expired food. And so when that expiration day has come, you have to be able to recognize that, accept it, and move on. Yes. Sometimes we, as you say, don't want to accept, though. Accept is a big thing. Mm -hmm. It's hard to accept because we are people that we think when we have something, we are to continue to stay in that. Mm -hmm. Stay at that job. Stay in that relationship. Stay in these things. Ecclesiastics 3 and 1. You know us. We go to the Word. I'm sorry. Because uh, there's always a correlation <laughs> hey, for real life and the Word. Look, it's just the truth. I'm, I'm trying to be good. I got a word for everything. But Ecclesiastes <laughs> 3 and 1 says, to every, to everything there is a season. Everything yeah. there is a season. I could preach that. <laughs> and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Under heaven. I mean, so we read the Bible, we understand that, but how do we put that in our everyday life? I feel like you just have to realize that 
you know, there's a, it talks, it goes into detail, right? In that chapter. And it talks about a season for oh, it sowing, breaks it a down. season yes. for planning. Like there's a lot, yes. you know, a time to connect, a time to separate. I even saw something in there recently that reminded me of uh, COVID and like social distancing and staying at home in that scripture. And so there, it talks about everything. And when you understand that and when you become, we've talked about, I told you, you know, about being sensitive to changing seasons. Mm-hmm. When you understand that seasons change and you start to be sensitive to um, knowing and recognizing when a season has changed, it becomes easier, right. you know, because then you don't take it personally. You just right. recognize that that season has changed. Yes. You know, and, and that that's all it is sometimes. It's just that that season has changed. Right. Right, and people have to understand, like I, I told you uh, just lately, that our season, our season season is August to October. Mm-hmm. I said, I feel it. It's happened the last two or three years. I said, I just know that that's our season when that, the gate when has God swung wide up now. <laughs> I'm not saying God don't show up in November he or April, up in January, but it's day. like in an abundance. This is mm-hmm. where we can go pick uh, the fruit from mm-hmm. the trees. So let's talk about reasons relationships expire. Sometimes, like we just talked about, I feel like sometimes it was just seasonal to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. We've all heard that quote, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Correct. So sometimes it was always just meant to be seasonal, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why that relationship expired. It was never. Say that one more time. It was what? Always. It was always, yes, meant to expire. Yes. It was always seasonal. It was always seasonal. Yes. Everyone you meet, everyone you talk to, every job, every church, every food. I mean, think about it. Think about it as we talked about the food. It goes in. It tastes so good. Don't you wish you could just let it marinate in your mouth forever? But it does what? It has to come out. It has to eliminate. (laughs) And we have to understand there's a process. And what we have to understand is some people that come into your life that are seasonal, they had to come. Well, they have their purpose. Yes. For that season, right? They it was always seasonal. And that's what you're saying. People come into your life for a reason, Reason, a a season, season, or or a a lifetime. lifetime. Yes. And like I had just said earlier, once you start to really recognize that, Mm -hmm. you know, and you become aware of that. It does make it a little easier that when you realize, like, not everyone is meant to be a lifetime person in your life, or not every job, or not every assignment that you have. It's not a lifetime assignment or a lifetime relationship. You know, it was there for a reason. It was there for a season. And so that I think that that's one of the reasons that relationships expire. It's just, it was always seasonal. And another thing is we have to know when we really look at relationships, are they, is it a real relationship is it, or is it an association? Oh, that's a whole other, yes. That's a- <laughs> so there are people that we work with mm-hmm. that we have a working relationship with, mm-hmm. but that is not a relationship. That's an association. Mm-hmm. We are only associated through work. Think about it. When people retire or people move on, that relationship dies, it goes away because that association only tied them together to work. So that's, when you talk about that, to me, that's like functional relationships. Yes. So that's another reason, you know, that 
your relationship could expire because it was a functional relationship. So, you know, like you said, work, it could be centered around work. It could be centered around school. It could be centered around the fact that you're neighbors. And so your connection is the proximity to that person. Yes. Right? Yes. So... We are at work together every day. We go to lunch together. You know, maybe you just really don't relate to other people on your job, but this person you do, but you realize like your connection is only centered around work or it's only centered around school. And we see these a lot of time too when we're children. A lot of times the friends that we have as children are because they are, the proximity is close to us, right? They, um, They go to school with us or so we see them every day at school. Or they're our neighbors. We grew up with them, you know, in our neighborhood. And so those are functional relationships. And when you take that connection away, whatever it is that's binding you, you really don't have anything outside of that. Exactly. Other than the fact that we have this this connection through proximity. Right. You know, you know, maybe I don't live on the same block anymore, so we're not neighbors anymore. Our kids don't play together anymore. You know, we're not doing carpooling anymore. Right. We're not doing kids' birthday gone, parties. Right. It's gone. So that's all we have. So also, we look at how we grow mm. and change. And, you know, when I think about how we grow and change, it reminds me of... Our butterfly language. Yes. The transition. Yes. Sometimes relationship can't survive the shift. Mm-hmm. And when one of us begin to excel or come up in some kind of way, we we lose the interest in the other one. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be anything dramatic. No. You know, it doesn't have to be like a big fallout nope. or Anything like that. Just, it's you drift apart. Right. You're just growing in two different directions. And it's not because, like, you had an argument. Um, you know, maybe you're just different people now as you're growing. But, you know, you're still happy for them. You're still cheering them on from afar. You still support them. You just support them in a different capacity. Exactly. You know, because you, you're you just not on the same page. You've just grown in two different directions. Doesn't mean there's beef. Doesn't mean anything happened. It just couldn't survive the shift. Exactly. But what about when, on the other side of that, one of the people refused to grow? Because, you know, that happens too. Like, they refuse to evolve. They refuse to do self-work. Like, they just want to stay in the same place. You have a saying about these people, (laughs) you know, you say that some people are addicted to their story. Yes. You know, they are literally committed to staying the same or staying in the same place. And it's like, you're just like, I can't. Like, I can't keep having this conversation with you. I can't keep doing this with you. Like, I'm beyond I pass beyond that now. And I just don't want to do that. Like, you don't want to evolve. You don't want to do this the self-work. You just want to stay broken or you just want to keep complaining, you know, about your relationship, about your job, your life, whatever. And so, it, re- it reminds me of Ruth and Orpah. Yeah. Right? I mean, Ruth was getting ready to make a change, you know, to go somewhere new, to try something new. And Orpah was like, I don't want to leave what's familiar. Like, I want to stay in this place. Like, I, I don't want to move forward. I don't want to take the risk. I don't want to see what's out there. I don't want to grow. I want to stay right here. And so... Comfortable. Comfortable. And it's, it's nothing wrong with that. You have to be give them grace. And, yes. and bid them adieu, you know, like Ruth did. You just have to be like, oh, I see you but later. Ruth, Ruth just felt, and some of us feel off, you know, get off the boat. Some of us feel like it has to be something better. Mm-hmm. And I just believe that it's always something better. And the only way you can get to that 
better if you bid them goodbye. Right. You you have to no bid them goodbye. And again, again, no beef, no issues. No issues. But you just have to believe that there's something on the other side. Now, to those like Oprah that wanted to stay, God bless you. Right. I just can't you stay know? in this place with right. you anymore. And that's what we have to understand that some people like routine. Mm-hmm. They like to do the same thing. And routine is okay. But some people like to exhale. Mm-hmm. Say excel. Mm-hmm. Some people like to go higher. And and when you have friendships or relationships like this, be okay and understand each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have beef. As you say, you don't have to fall out. But understand, I'm Oprah. I'm okay where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And you may be Ruth, but I'm going to see what the end is going to be. Exactly. And, you know, I'll call you in a couple of days and you call me and we'll write and that's fine. Do not break and make something bigger than it is because we have drifted apart. Right. Because it's okay. You know, when people say, oh, they talk about another person, they say, oh, that person has changed. We're supposed to change. If you are the same person you were for years and years on end, something is wrong. Anything that is not growing, that's not changing, is dead. And people, look at this. Look at Paul and Bartimaeus. You could have the same vision, but see it two different ways right. to get there. That's another reason that relationships expire. I'm glad you said that because you you can have the same vision of what you want to do, mm-hmm. but you see different paths to getting, getting there. Getting there, yeah. Or you just don't have the same vision for you know for your future, or like you said, you see it and you you want to go in two different directions, right. two routes to get there. I mean, I've been in that situation too um, with friends that I've had. Never had any issues, never fallouts. You know, we kind of wanted the same things. And I'm talking about friends I've had as a kid, kid. Right. Um, where we ultimately, we wanted the same things, but maybe some of the routes that we were taking to get there, you know, maybe I wasn't comfortable with some of the things that they were willing to do to get there. And maybe they felt like my path was a slower path, for instance, to getting there. Yes. Um, and that's okay. You know, everybody has the right to do what they think is best. And so, you know, you brought up Paul and Barnabas. Here we go again. We just, scripture is just relevant. It talks, it's specifically about ministry. Mm-hmm. And like we said earlier, that's sometimes a subject that people just don't want to touch. They don't want to deal with. They don't want to acknowledge that, you know, nothing bad has to happen in, you know, in the ministry or in a church and church people. Stop scandalizing people's name just because they leave a church. Like, let people go and be free to do. You know, it does not mean that anything bad happened or anything like that. That season was just up. And so when you talk about Paul and Barnabas, I like it because they both had a passion for ministry. Mm-hmm. They wanted to continue to do ministry. They even agreed on, you know, what the next step was, where they were going to go. It's just the way that they were going to do it and who they were going to involve in that ministry that they couldn't agree on. And so they were both still interested in doing ministry. It's just that we don't agree on how to get it done. Like what God is showing me is different than what God is showing you. And that is okay, you know, because again, we all have to do what God is calling us to do. We have to take the path that, you know, we see and that works for us to get to the destination we're trying to go to. And it's the same thing in ministry. And so what did they do? They didn't sit there and dwell on it. They separated. Right. And, you know, Paul went off and did his thing, and Barnabas went off and did his thing. And guess what? If they had stayed together, 
we probably wouldn't have heard more about the ministry between Paul and Silas. We wouldn't have heard about Timothy, you know? So it has its purpose and its season. Oh, yeah. And, you and know, they understood that. Yeah, they understood. And it was, it was okay. They both went off and did what they needed to do. They continued to do the work. For the greater so, good. Yes. yes, I love that. You know, relationships expire is God did it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that has been the most important one and lesson in my life that I feel like with Abraham and Lot, you know, people may feel whatever type of way but about this, but... If you go and you read the book of Genesis, God had told Abraham, you know, leave this place, go, I'm going to bless you, whatever, right? He told him, leave your people, leave this place. Abraham goes, he sets off on his journey. He took Lot with him, first of all. God had told him, leave, you know, leave your people, leave this place, whatever. Right. But it was fine. He took Lot with him. They go off. God is blessing them both. Correct. They were both prospering, right? But, and then there's a whole thing that happens. They separate. If you read it right after they separate, like the Bible is clear. It says after Lot leaves, um, God tells Abraham, he like gives him clear vision, clear instructions for him. He tells him like, you know, look this way, look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, look to the west. Like all of this is going to be yours. Like he increased him even the more, show him even more after Lot left. And like sometimes that is literally the case. With us, you know, when God removes people from our lives, sometimes it is, it's just not personal. It's not anything. It is God. You know, I've literally had that happen. Um, I have, like, I'm a person that I will pray and ask God, you know, at certain points in my life, God, remove anyone that just, you know, not a bad person, nothing like that, but just maybe just does not need to go with me into the next season of my life, or I don't need to go into the next season of their life. And I'll say, you know, show show me and remove them, and, and I'll ask him to do it peacefully. And so that has happened. And then, you know, even if it hurts or, you know, people are inquiring about it, you know, you know that it was God. And so you have to leave it be, right? right? So it just, God literally will social distance people from you. Only do it. I mean, that's just the way I see it. And, you know, so I I like the Abraham and Lot thing because, again, like you said, they were family. Right. And that's another one we don't like to talk about, that sometimes you need to social distance from family and love them from a different from a distance. Right. They'll still be your family. They'll still be your family. It's nothing, no beef, no nothing, nope. nothing happened, you know, but maybe they just can't go into the next season with you. Exactly. There's a quote I like uh, by Germany Kent says, if you feel stuck, move. You're not a tree. <laughs> and that kind of sums up uh, all the people and all the things we just talked about, that if you feel stuck, you have a way to get out of it. Get up and walk out of that situation decent yes. and in order. But you're not a tree. So you shouldn't have to stand there and take everything that comes when you feel a certain way. So what are some reasons that, you know, people get stuck? Like, what are some reasons that people stay in these expired relationships that are just beyond their season? Ooh, how much time we got? <laughs> <laughs> just let, let's just talk about just like a few. Comfortable. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. I yes. mean, I can't say it enough. It's familiar. It's what they know. Some people, well, people you say know, the devil you know are still living on that block. Know. 
Yes. You know, some people just are mm-hmm. comfortable. They do not want to move naturally, physically, spiritually. Some people are living in the same house, the same church, yes. the same whatever. Their kids went to the same school they went to mm-hmm. 50 years ago. They are comfortable. <laughs> yes, I agree. And a comfort will keep you in something way, and that familiarity, way longer well, than but, you need but to But think be. about it. The comfortable, what you think is comfortable, is you're that fruit. It's really becoming or uncomfortable. Meat, and you know it stinks. Or you smell mm-hmm. to other people. You're rotten oh, to other people because you time, have not grown. Yes, most of the time, the people around you, they can see. Yeah. <laughs> These relationships are expired. They can smell them. Yeah, toxic. Yeah, it's just toxic. Um, another reason I think that people stay in expired relationships is just out of fear. Oh, yeah. You know, it's False that fear. evidence appearing real. Right. It's, it's the fear of starting over. It's, you know, for some people, it's the fear of being alone. Failing. Yeah, the fear of failing. It's, you know, all of it is just, and what it makes me um, think about where we said that sometimes God removed people. It's about really having to trust God. Yes. You know, that fear, because fear and faith just don't go right. together. You got to have faith. And so you have to have faith. And a lot of times people are just operating in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, there is the fear of the unknown. Like, what am I going to, you know, find someone else like this? Am I going to be able to have this again? Will I be alone? And it reminds me, I've seen that little cartoon of like um, Jesus with the little kid with the teddy bear mm-hmm. where Jesus is asking the kid to give him this teddy bear. And he's like, no, no, like he doesn't want to part with it. But then behind Jesus' back, he has a teddy bear that's like three or four times the size that he's waiting to give the kid. Like, if you'll just give me that. Like the story of Abraham. Right. If you'll just give me that. If you can part with something or somebody, there's something bigger. There's something bigger. And so a lot of times it's just fear. Yeah. You know, you know, just not wanting to move past that fear. Another thing is, a word I like is we're conditioned. Mm-hmm. We're conditioned. We um, time invested trying to rekindle what you once had. You mm-hmm. know, trying to just go over it over and over. Then they, we change. Yes, we are creatures yes. of change. We have to change, and we are sometimes living in the past. And just because you are living in the past or part of the past doesn't mean that. That you have a place in the future. Right. Just because someone is a part of your history, that does not mean that they are supposed to be a part of your future. Exactly. You know, and that whole time invested thing that when we have history, ooh, that has really kept some of us down. You know, and bound. But that's what it is. And that and that's what it is. It's history. You are, you're still looking behind you, <laughs> yeah, Lot's wife. Yeah. You know, and you're not looking forward. You cannot let go of what was. Yes. You know, you're just like, but I've invested so much time. You don't want to feel but like you appreciate it's that. time wasted. And it it was good for what it was. Oh, yeah. You know, and you have to just accept You've that. You've grown because of that relationship. Exactly. You, who you are today because of the re- relationship. So you appreciate that time invested. You appreciate that season, mm-hmm. but know that it's time to move. Exactly. It's time to go on. Exactly. Um, other reasons is like um, financial reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I'm connected. Yeah, we're financially connected. You know, people have stayed in relationships, marriages, partnerships. business partnerships yep. because of financial reasons. It's like we have this business together. I know that this um, business relationship has expired. It stinks. It smells like 
we are just not on the same page, but we have so much money tied in this business. I don't want to walk away from this business. I have literally heard people say like, I'm still with this person in this relationship because I love my house. Or I love, you know, the things that we've acquired together. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't love no house more than I love peace and happiness. But it's it's a reality, you know. People feel like we have these cars, we have these bills, we have these this mortgage. But it's the same scenario of the, the little boy with yes, the little bear. Exactly. You you're afraid to get out of your own way to see the bigger, the greater, even financially. And it it, it that still comes with fear. You know, you you are you're afraid to get out the boat or see what God has for I you. Like God can't give you a, a bigger, better, another house, you know, on your own without that person. Your financial well being is not tied to another person. You know, it is tied to God and God alone. But in he our is mind, the source. But in our mind, like our we mind, can't see past that. We think it is, but yeah. God is the center. Exactly. He's the source. Yes. And so another reason is I've seen this too. Um, family ties, you know, other people will stay in relationships for what we think is the sake of other people. Children, especially yeah. in uh, married couples, mm-hmm. uh, they stay for the children. Uh, they stay because they don't want to break up the family or because, mm-hmm. you know, even a spouse doesn't want, they. I don't like my husband or wife no more, mm-hmm. but I love their I love family. their family. Well, you're not married to the family <laughs> and you can still... If you're right, have a relationship with the family outside of being in that expired right. relationship. Yeah, it you know, a same thing again, businesses, friendships. Sometimes it's hard to move past an expired relationship just because of the other people involved. Yeah. You know, if you have a if you're a partner in a business with someone, you may feel like, well, I can't really leave this because what about the employees we have? You know. I don't want to walk away because I love, you know, the the relationships that we've made with our employees and what this business does for their families, you know, it provides for their families. Sometimes friend groups, you know, that is a factor too. When you feel like a relationship has expired with a friend, you think about the other people connected to your friendship, mm-hmm. whether it's other friends, whether it's family members, you know, that, that will be impacted by that relationship ending or changing because it's expired. So those, you know, it happens. These are reasons that, you know, we sometimes stay in relationships that have expired and gone past this season. Yeah. Another one I think about is, especially this one is for people that have positions, mm-hmm. even in the church, pastors or uh, CEOs or business people, is pride. Ooh. First of all, they feel like, <laughs> you know, I'm not even supposed to be here. I, I can't believe I got here. Mm-hmm. And now they got to prove a point when their season is grateful to be here. You've done what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now you got to know to move your on. Right. And sometimes people can't see that because their pride is standing in the way. I see that a lot in two things. I mean, like you said, it can happen. You can be a CEO. It can happen in any situation, just like all of these examples. But I'll say I've seen the pride one a lot in marriages and a lot in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in marriages, sometimes people just want to prove a point. They're staying in these marriages. The season was just up a long time ago. Just to and say, people, I got 30 years. Yeah, and people don't, or people say we wouldn't make it and we wouldn't last. And so I have to prove them wrong. But it's at the expense of Separate your own happiness. You're making yourself sick. You know, you're steady eating this expired food. You're making yourself sick. You stink. 
And, you know, but you want to prove a point. You can't feel like I failed. Right. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to touch on that because a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that a marriage has expired. Because we know, you know, we say to death do us part. And no one goes into a marriage thinking this will not last forever. But, I mean, I heard someone say before, and, you know, shout out to our listeners because this person does listen. Um, but this person said something one time that said, so death do us part. But they said, but when the love is dead, <laughs> when the respect is dead, when the trust is dead, it's, that, dead. it's dead. That's death do us the part. Relationship is you dead. know, and so maybe it has expired. But I've seen that. I've seen the pride, you know, trying to prove a point in marriages. I've seen it in ministry. Um, people that, you know, just refuse to step down. They stay beyond their season and it never it never ended the way that it could have. It wasn't like you mentioned earlier. It wasn't like decently in order. No. It wasn't the way that it could have been because pride saw. Right. You know, pride. That's all I'm going to say. Pride. So I think um, a big one that we have not talked about that people, that cause people to stay in expire relationships is sexual attraction or sexual compatibility. Yeah. Like, People will stay in a relationship for years on end just because they enjoy the sex. Like, that's just a reality. Like, that, and it's like, that's all they have. Like conversation, entertainment, everything else sometimes, but it's makeup. Right. It's like <laughs> the relationship can be so dysfunctional, so messy, but people just stay because of that reason. And it's like, you're sitting here saying, like, you want something real. You want something genuine. You want real love. You want something meaningful, but you're still entertaining people that you know are not the one. The two just don't go together. You cannot say, I'm looking to get married or I'm just looking for a meaningful relationship. I'm looking, you know, I want real love. And you still dealing with somebody that you are, you know that that relationship stinks. You know it's expired. You know every time, you know, that person comes around it's bad things happen. It just you start to well, feel no. sick. Well, no, good things happen. Well, it's a that, temporary. That yeah, that part fix. is good. It's a temporary but, feeling, and what people have to understand is it is temporary. It's temporary. Nobody can give you the excitement or the pleasure as God, mm-hmm. and so that's what we have to understand. When you let God even come into your sexual, mm-hmm. uh, your sex life. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's everlasting. Yeah. And so we don't think that we feel like this person moves me, this person gets me. But then if you're lacking all these other things, it's really not real. Exactly. You know, and again, it goes back to what we said earlier. It's having trust and having faith in God that this person ain't the end all be all. Like God can send you somebody else that can move you you know, in a different way or a better way, like you just said. Yeah. Plus, you got to just remember that God is not about to bring you his best just so that person can walk into some mess. <laughs> like, he's just not doing it. Yeah. Like, you, you need to, to walk away and stop entertaining stuff that you know is just, that ain't it. And you can't have both. You can't. So, I think about pain, and that is a reason that, you know, people stay. Um, just because it just hurts. It hurts to to accept it hurts to let go. It hurts to just really admit oh, yeah. that this season has ended for whatever reason. And you may know. I mean, and again, even with the church, uh, married people, uh, this this kind of covers everything. It's that 
uncomfortable feeling. So when we talk about pain, it's emotional pain. It's spiritual pain. From the last topic, sexual pain, the Mm -hmm. lack of feeling that all this type of hurt Mm -hmm. can come. But then again, you have to trust God. Mm -hmm. You could miss the connection, you know. Um, It could be, you know, hey, you know, it's hard for me to walk away from this business. This was my baby. You know, I started this business or I was one of the founding members of this this ministry. Yeah. You know, or this friendship. This person was a childhood friend. We've been really close since we were two, you know. Um, and so the acknowledgement or, you know, knowing that this season has ended, that can be painful. And so sometimes, you know, we stay in those relationships for those reasons. Ooh, that's a lot. It is. Maybe we should stop here. Yeah, we can stop here and... We'll finish this conversation on expired relationships on next week's episode. Go live that life now. Now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life, that transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner, every champion, every overcomer. It's on. Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. Great. You You are are part part of our C factor. factor. That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. now.